Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Hey, John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Thank you so much for joining. I'm back in the sound booth doing some audio podcast for you. And I'm actually going to move through the entire PSI and Pearson View learning objectives that they provide just to talk about items you need to know for the real estate exam. So you need to subscribe to the channel. I've wrapped up a lot of um, important items that have been on my to-do list, including updating our new look and feel for the real estate um course, a new player, and some new things in that respect. So very excited to be back in the studio. And the very first item that I need to cover with you is uh, the requirements for classifying an item as a fixture rather than personal property. I have a really cool video in my course for students at Global Real Estate School. And by the way, we can provide you real estate education in a number of states. Go to our website, globalrealestateschool.com. You can check out all the states that we can help you in. But I have this cool video where I talk about the adaptation of an article. And I always use in the course the acronym MADE, M-A-I-D, Method of Attachment, the um, Adaptation of the Article, the Intention of the Parties, and the D stands for Did an Agreement Exist? And it's kind of interesting playing around with ChatGPT. And I just said, uh, you know, based on this topic, the requirements for classifying an item as a fixture rather than a personal property, and it was interesting because ChatGPT came up with a different acronym. And again, remember, an acronym is the you take you take the first letter of each word and you put it together in a short, easy way to remember. Hey, made method of attachment, a, you know, adaptation of the article the intention of the parties and did an agreement exist, made, M-A-I-D. And, and ChatGPT came up with AI, uh, Maria. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And so, you know, first and foremost, you have to remember that a fixture was at one time personal property. So bricks that are dropped off at the job site before they are put around the home or to construct a fireplace or whatever you might use the bricks for, they're movable, right? So a fixture, we have to remember first and foremost, at one time, a fixture was really personal property. Okay, so don't forget that. But When we classify an item as a fixture rather than personal property, we have to remember that personal property is anything that's movable, okay? Know that. Also know that to transfer personal property, you need what is called a bill of sale. So 
Personal property, movable, requires a bill of sale. Sometimes you might see the word chattel, C-H-A-T-T-L-E, and chattel means personal property, okay? But to classify an item as a fixture versus personal property, you either need to remember the acronym MADE, M-A-I-D, or MARIA. Let's take a look at the ChatGPT's acronym for MARIA. And first and foremost, the method of attachment. That goes along with the same way for MADE. You know, how was the item attached? Is it permanently attached to the property, like built-in cabinets or um, central air conditioning, electric furnace, the water heater? Those are usually considered fixtures, right? A lot of times, curtain rods or blinds have been so affixed to the property that they are considered a fixture. The second item for Maria, M-A-R-I-A, is adaptability for use with the property. And in my course, I actually uh, take a video and uh, I actually take a video. I'm in the video. And uh, I'm at my home where my wife and I built a koi pond a number of years ago. And we had a gazebo put at the end of the koi pond. The gazebo is just sitting on concrete blocks. I mean, it's pretty sturdy and it's not rocking or anything like that but it is movable. I mean, it's not attached to anything. So the the adaptability for use with the property, it so adapts to the pond that it's, it's part, I mean, it would be considered a fixture if you went to court and you tried to argue, hey, this was not personal property. It was a fixture. And that's kind of the same way that Custom window treatments might be considered. They're really fixtures because the way they adapt to the property. Maria, if we look at that acronym, also talks about the relationship of the parties. You know, is it a... um, That can also determine whether something was a fixture or a personal property. Uh, seller and buyer, landlord and tenant, all of those can, can influence the classification of items as fixtures or personal property. And then intent of the parties, you know, what were the intentions when they installed that? Did they want that to be permanent? The intention of my wife and I for the gazebo was that it would be a part of the koi pond. And so there again, you have to look at the method of attachment, the the, uh, adaptability for use with the property, the relationship of the parties, and the intent of the parties. And then finally, did an agreement exist? There's a question I have in my course about uh, an artist installed a stained glass window that he uh, had developed and wanted to use it in the property Um, could he take it with him when he or she leaves? And the answer is absolutely, if there was an agreement that existed. So you need to read the questions very carefully and look at the contracts. Some things are just built into our contracts 
that say those are a part of the real estate and they will stay. So Maria is another acronym you could use, method of attachment, adaptability for use with the property, relationship of the parties, intent of the parties, and agreement of the parties. Look at those, read the questions, and that will help you determine, is this item personal property, which is movable, right? Or is it a fixture? And so, uh, very interesting concepts to look at. Here's a question you could see. Consider a custom built-in bookshelf that has been bolted to the wall of a home. When the property is sold, which of the following criteria is not used to determine if the bookshelf is considered a fixture or personal property? Now, again, that word, which of the following is not used? So we have a bookshelf. It's attached to the wall with bolts. Okay. And which of these items would not be used to determine if this bookshelf is considered a fixture or personal property? Well, A, the color of the bookshelf. B, the method of attachment to the property. Well, they used bolts, right? <laughs> C, the intention of the installing party. What was their intent? My wife and I, our intent was the gazebo is going to be there with the koi pond, even though it's just sitting on concrete blocks and it could be easily picked up, put on a trailer and moved. D, any agreement between the buyer and seller regarding the item? Well, that's kind of a softball question. So the answer is A, the color of the bookshelf. However, they could give you that question that talked about, um, you know, the, the color of the wall or the patterns or did it have fabric and the wall had fabric? I mean, that could change that whole um, way the bookcase was designed if the question was worded differently. Well, there you have our first learning objective. I'm going to keep plugging through this outline. It may take me several months to do that, but if you listen to the podcast, you will be able to get all of that information and pass the real estate exam on the very first attempt. I've got some great podcasts even though they're older, they still apply to the test, so don't worry about that. I try not to pick specific laws that change. Everything is really pretty much what you could see on the test. So go back, listen to some of our older podcasts. Don't forget we have a YouTube channel with some great video content. And of course, check us out at globalrealestateschool.com. I have some great... Um, practice exam questions. I have all of my audios that go through. So if you want to buy those and listen to them, you can do that as well. We have the My Real Estate Exam Coach that helps people pass the test. And I also have um, a brand new program for brokers on the broker simulation questions. They're all at globalrealestateschool.com. Hey, thanks for listening. Share this podcast on your social media. Tell others about it. I know some of you 
are in pre-licensed real estate schools around the country, tell your friends they can listen to globalrealestateschoolpodcast.com and they can help pass the test or they can get help to pass the test on the very first attempt. Hey, it's been a while since I've been in the sound booth. I think I'm going to press the correct button for the closing. If I mess up, I'll immediately fix it. Okay, so let's see if this is it. That was not it. And that wasn't it, but I think this one is in. There you go. Have a great day, okay? Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day. Hey, and always listen to the very end of the podcast because you never know. That's where the fun, goofy stuff could happen, right? Okay. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.